All right. Welcome to the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema interview series. I'm your host. I'm John Fallon of the Indie Film NYC podcast. I have my co-host Craig today. Thanks, John. Uh, we're broadcasting from a tea's organic coffee and tea cafe on Metropolitan Avenue in Kew Gardens. And we're uh, speaking with uh, Robert whose uh, film is Nowhere, Michigan. Yeah, hi, I'm Robert Vorncall, the director and producer of Nowhere, Michigan. Great, so tell us a little bit about uh, where Nowhere, Michigan came from and, and how that production came together. Sure, uh, I mean, after I finished my first feature uh, with uh, Andrew Begwin, our executive producer, and Molly Beichman, who's another one of our producers, they helped me get the first one off the ground. We were trying to come up with an idea of like what, what to do next, uh, and so, I, we had this crazy idea to go and shoot in my hometown in Michigan, and I had all these great locations. There's like a ski jump. There's you know all sorts of like frozen lakes and snow and all this fun stuff that's up there that like kind of really inspired a lot of the the storyline to the movie. And then I just kind of we looked around, and then I I thought about people that I knew from the the town, and like we kind of made like an amalgamation of several people to to become these characters uh, that would surround our main character David, who we had originally thought of as more of kind of like a younger MacGyver to start, but then he kind of became his own thing after that. So we, we had this whole idea of him rigging traps for bad guys and things like that. So that kind of pushed it into, in that direction. Um, and then as far as like putting the whole movie together, uh, Andrew and I worked on the story and we, and he took a lot of the brunt of the writing uh, to, to get it all down on the page and then edited it way down and then, and then magically we found funding and uh, and we're able to make the movie. So. And so how long was that process from when uh, you kind of first thought, hey, I want to shoot a movie in Michigan? So sure. Uh, I mean, we wrapped uh, completely normal and then we were on the film festival circuit for that one uh, and we were talking about what our next thing was going to be. So it was pretty like six months after that, which was probably a year and a half ago or two years ago. Uh, and then turned around real quick, did the script as quick as possible, and like do you know as much as we could get into the story, and then uh, kind of push forward as, as fast as we could. Also, I mean, a lot of people that we speak to, especially because it's independent film, there's not a lot of cash floating around. The post-production process usually ends up being, you know, a lot longer than people expect. Yeah. So it sounds like you got you got it. Kind of we, in the can and on the screen pretty quickly. We did get it in the can very quickly, but luckily uh, I have a good friend who's a, a really great editor and super quick, so he, we were sending him footage as we were shooting, so he mm -hmm. was able to basically assist and edit the movie and organize all the footage, sync all the dailies and do that stuff, and I pretty much had a ready-to-go project as soon as we got back from Michigan. Like a week later, we started cutting right away. Um, and then unfortunately he moved to Los Angeles in the middle of it so then I ended up taking on a brunt of the editing so that's why I share a co-editing credit with him on the film Sure. Uh, and I spent the next probably six or seven months just in a room by myself cutting the movie and uh, trying you know going to my day job and then come home at night and cut or if I wake up in the middle of the night cut mm -hmm. and just keep keep on pushing through uh, and then ended up doing a lot of the visual effects and some of the sound work and all that kind of stuff myself too but we did have a lot of help with color correction and, and sound effects and sound design and that kind of stuff. And especially music, we're, we're all over the place on music. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got my original composer, which is uh, Andy McCarthy, who worked on my first feature. And then we have uh, the Chipacabra, who's based out of Seattle, uh, who's actually, his father's from Michigan, so we had that little Michigan connection with him. Okay. He provides a lot of the funk tracks that are in the movie. Okay. Um, and then there's this other guy, uh, Kevin McLeod, which everybody kind of knows uh, from his website called Incomtech, where he basically gives away his music for free, but not 
he charges you a small fee to, to license it and he's got some great tracks on there that fill it out and uh and just a couple other songs from like local artists and people that i've like worked with too uh through music videos and stuff like that to finish out the soundtrack so great right yeah i mean uh you know these films end up being a labor of love for a reason and uh you know if you're not getting your hands in there and getting dirty oh yeah uh, it, it, it's, it's definitely get done. it's definitely difficult to get your film off the ground if you can't jump in and anywhere and post and if you're just kind of reliant right. on others so i definitely self-taught myself a lot of things just so i can make sure that the film could keep moving and keep pushing along so great, great. and for funding did you do some crowdfunding also or? yep yeah we did do some crowdfunding uh for post-production and for you know our film festival run and things like that so that we'll be able to actually be able to travel with the film this time a little bit more and we're actually bouncing all over the country which is great that we were able to use that crowdfunding money for that to be able to support the film and, and get it out there and you've been in a few festivals already? Or? Yep. We've been, uh, we premiered at the New York City Independent Film Festival, uh, and then we've been in uh, the New Haven Film Festival, uh, one down in Charlotte called Cine Odyssey, and then upcoming we're in the Kew Gardens Film Festival, which we're screening at this Friday, which is, I guess this is going to air tomorrow? Yep. Yep. Uh, okay. So um, t- today, tomorrow, <laughs> uh, at, it's Friday at 6 p.m. over at the Kew Gardens Theater. Right. Great, great. And you live in Queens. So I do. This is yeah, a I live little, ten, yeah. 10 minutes away from here, so it was, it was a nice little commute to come over. How did you hear about the festival then? Through the email blast or with local? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd seen posters for it uh, in the theater uh, because I go to the Kew Gardens Theater quite often. Uh, and then I also see, saw it on Film Freeway and I said, hey, we might as well get it over there because it'd be a quick commute to, to go to this <laughs> festival. So we thought, thought it was a good idea. So You didn't have to crowdfund for the bus fare over Oh, uh, no, not, not, the, not the 250 <laughs> to get over here. No. <laughs> well, that's great. I mean, that's one of the things that we're really, you know, trying to highlight about Kew Gardens is that there are a lot of filmmakers in this area. There's yeah, absolutely. a lot of filmmaking being done in this area. And so, you know, anytime we can find those local connections, you know, it really kind of validates our whole reason for starting this festival and in the first place. This is the first year, right? This is our yeah, inaugural that's year. That's too bad because my first feature takes place mostly in Queens. So <laughs> that it would have been a good fit for that, too. <laughs> that's nice. So you, ha- you have a diverse uh, experience in film. You did music videos and mm-hmm. uh, commercials. So tell me, tell me the difference in the way you film. And oh, sure. Uh, well, I mean... What's what's good about the way that I, I we film is uh, that we are very run and gun and we really move so that we can get a lot of stuff done, which is what I gathered from music videos where the band is always late. <laughs> you're always waiting for them to show up, so you're trying to constantly catch up throughout the day because you know they just play till 4 o'clock in the morning and then their manager's trying to wake them up and get them out of bed so you can get them on screen at 9 a.m. But then they show up at noon and your whole day is screwed up. So just that experience of trying to get everything jammed into one day definitely helps in feature making because you're trying to do sometimes 10, 12 pages a day if you're like really trying to hammer in one location if you're stuck or something like that. Um, And then as far as like shooting commercials, it's like, it's more about the experience of dealing with the client and that end of it where, so that kind of helps on the, on the end in feature making when uh, you're dealing with financial people and things of of that nature. So. So what, what did you find were the biggest differences between shooting a feature in New York and then shooting a feature in uh, Michigan? Well, we shot the feature in Michigan uh, in March, which I don't know if, if you've ever been to Michigan. No. It's pretty cold. <laughs> uh, so it was that was definitely a challenge. We did shoot our first feature in uh, New York in the wintertime, but it was December, so it's a little bit more mild compared to, to Michigan. So weather was, was totally a factor. Um, but then 
when we did get to Michigan, it actually wasn't cold enough for our movie. So our movie, there's a lot of action that takes place on a frozen lake, uh, and the lake was literally melting underneath us as we were shooting. Like, the last day that we were out there was the last day that we could be out there. We, we went to lunch, and we came back, and there's an inch of water out there. We're like, oh, we need to get this done, and we got to go. So, so it was pretty exciting between those two. Uh, I mean, the people are super accepting and, and welcoming up in Michigan and New York. They're a little more savvy to the process, and they, and they know that you know maybe you shouldn't be doing something or you should be doing something and that kind of thing. But in Michigan, everybody's just kind of happy to see you and like, oh, wow, movies in, in the neighborhood. This is crazy, you know, because nothing ever really happens like that, especially in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So, You probably had a pretty small crew anyways. Yeah, I mean, we kept it small just for traveling and things like that, but we did have 10, 10 crew members uh, for Nowhere, Michigan, and a lot of people wore a lot of different hats, so... The DP was also gaffing a little bit, and when I wasn't directing, I was running around pushing lights and doing all sorts of stuff. And but we did we did have a great little crew uh, with us to do a lot of stuff. How many days? Uh, we shot in 25 days, which is pretty luxurious for an indie movie. But we knew we were going to go up there, and we weren't going to get reshoots. So we right. we kind of planned on five extra days in our schedule just so that we'd be able to make sure we get the movie while we're up there. So. And were you since you had kind of your editor back in New York? Uh, Checking out dailies and stuff. Yep. Was that informing your process? Uh, not so much because I wouldn't be able. I would get home so exhausted, and he would be up all night uh, gathering the dailies. So mm -hmm. we didn't really get to communicate that much. It was just more like, yeah, looks good. Nope. And like he would okay. tell me maybe if we could go get this or maybe if we could go get that. But it wasn't. It wasn't too informative. It was just more of like to, to speed along the post production process. So. Yeah, I would just think that would be helpful. Uh, you know since you could not go back for reshoots yeah, exactly. every once in a while to get that note of, yep. hey, you guys need to grab this. Yeah, exactly. Or at least see uh, if you can. Yeah. <laughs> but, but luckily, the way we shoot, I shoot a crap ton of coverage. So, like, Mike, Mike my editor, is pretty happy once, so once he gets uh, all of it in the bin. So. Gotcha. That's the completely opposite of the film we talked to yesterday. Yes. Which was, they, were, they would do, they do long one takes. Um. And, uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> definitely an interesting yeah, style. No, I, I love moving the camera around, and I think there's one scene in the movie we actually shot in two locations, same dialogue, and then intercut it all, and then uh, I tried to use every lens in, in the one scene just to like really vary up the coverage so that we could jump around and, and have a kind of a unique take on a scene. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the film is, uh, you know, excellent. Uh, it's a fun fun ride uh, that you take us through. Uh, I mean, you, you certainly have some mastery with uh, filmmaking. Okay. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a great-looking film. Um, I think people are going to really enjoy it. Uh, what kind of reactions have you gotten at the other festivals? So, well, not at the other festivals, but actually I just got back from Michigan where we screened it for the locals and people oh, who had just uh, had participated in the movie. So they were really looking forward to that. And we did a nice outdoor screening out, like, you know, in the nature and everything like that. So it was, that was a lot of fun. And people, they laughed a lot harder at the Michigan jokes than other people have, which was great. Uh, <laughs> and then all the, like, weird things about the town and little jokes that I put in there that I know that they would get more so than other people. And, like, right. and little things like that they really loved. But then around the country, people kind of can be a little bit more objective and see the funniness of like you know some parts of the culture and things like that right. that like maybe if you're from there you don't necessarily see unless you look a little harder sure but at the same time that that still flavors it and it gives it that locality oh, yeah. and that specificity that yep. probably is important for a successful film yeah absolutely uh, you know. and i mean using that local flavor and everything really like helped us develop like you know a, a lot of the accents and like a lot of like we, we have a lot of pasty jokes i don't know if you know what a pasty is but it's yeah. like it's like a 
English like pastry thing that's super famous up there, and like people in Michigan really love the passy jokes. But then you play it in New York, and they're like, "Oh, that's kind of funny." Like it's just uh, some things hit and some things don't. Sure, but, of course. But uh, but yeah, no, the, the local flavor definitely plays a lot into uh, into it. Oh, that's a lot of fun. That's uh, and and you're gonna be in the uh, Irish Film Festival, so I guess they'll get the pasty jokes. Yeah, yeah. Too. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they'll get it. Yeah, we're gonna be in the Fingal uh, Film Festival in in Dublin uh, on Saturday, so that'll be exciting. What are you looking to do with the film after the uh, festival run? Are you, are so after the festival run, we'd love to get it at least like one week in theaters. We'd love to do that kind of run. I've been talking with uh, Michigan theaters because I know people really love to see it all over the state of Michigan and not just the people who worked on it. So we're trying to work with the three theater owners that are in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan and then the rest of downstate to try and work some kind of deal so that at least people will be able to see it in a theater, which is really what I want. And not just on, you know, streaming or VOD or anything like that. I'd really love for them to see it in a theater. Uh, and then eventually VOD and, and that kind of stuff. Is that something you guys discussed beforehand? Like you would do, uh, I know for a lot of in independent filmmakers, they like to go the self-distribution model. Uh, is that something you guys talked about before you shot? Uh, we, we talked about it a little bit. It is part of the contract that we use with SAG that it does need to do a small theatrical run that, okay. that, that we have. Uh, so we're trying to make that theatrical run in Michigan because we think that's where it would play the best. So, right. so we're working on that. Um, and then also the idea of being able to, you know, self-distribute is a great thing that, that nowadays we did that with my first movie. We got it on Amazon. We did all, all those fun things and Vimeo and, and everywhere uh, mm -hmm. that we could. It's just you are limited kind of by yourself a little right. bit in the indie world. So it, it would be great if we had some help with this with this feature. So Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I know of a couple films that were self-distributed that, you know, they did really well. But it's similar to, like, when you're crowdfunding. They, yeah. You know, it's a lot of work, and you're doing the work. And yeah, no. Just so. the, the idea of for advertising different things and, like, doing wearing many, many hats, basically, to try and, uh, try and do sure. it. It would be great if we could just get injected into somebody else's system and be able to be able to work it with that and then maybe concentrate on making another film so right. have you guys thought about i mean i know you're still running this festival but it sounds like when you had your first one yep. you were starting talking about your second are you guys talking about the third uh i'm i'm working on some scripts with a few other people that i haven't worked with in a long time some friends of mine from college and things right. like that that we you know they've seen oh you've made two features hey why don't we do something so we're we're talking about some some uh, like a sci-fi romantic comedy and like and some other little things, but we're we're Great. still still working. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I I know that whatever you guys are going to do is going to look good, you know, and uh, it all boils down to the script, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got to get it, got to get it right. So, well, we're glad that uh, you know you could join us, uh, make the trek all the way over here. Yeah, and, it, was, uh, it was quite a journey, all, <laughs> all ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, the uh, Kew Gardens, uh, you know, is, is such a wonderful place, and uh, you know, we're we're great to. Con uh, really happy to connect with filmmakers like yourself and uh, bring some of these things uh, to an audience. Yeah, no, I'm super excited to watch it in one of my favorite theaters in, in Queens over at the Kew Gardens Theater on Friday at 6 p.m. Queens is only uh, art house theater left. Yep. And uh, right. it's a great place to see a movie. So thank you for being part of our inaugural year. Thank and, you so much. Uh, thank we you. look forward to seeing more of your work in the future. Thank you. Thanks.